It's called eyesight and mind sight. Eyesight is what you see, what you see in your life. As you, I tell you, look into the future. What is it you want? What is it you'd like to create for you? In order to begin to choose your future, one of the things you've got to do is you've got to release your past. You've got to release your history to create a new reality for yourself. Most people live out of their memory as opposed to their imagination. Einstein said the imagination is the preview of what's to come in your life. That's Les Brown, and this is the Depression Detox Show. Here we go. Hello and welcome back to the Depression Detox Show, where we share ideas and stories to change your relationship with depression. I'm your host, Malik Josephs. As we continue with this week's topic of visualization, we have Les Brown back on the show to share a story about the difference between mindsight and eyesight. So let's jump right in with Mr. Motivator himself. Here's Les Brown. Enjoy. Now, what's the difference? We want to tell you about two men, two men that I know lost their jobs. Two of them laid off, worked the same place. One started going out looking for a job. Other one also went out looking for a job. Something came into play for both of them that happens to us every day. It's called eyesight and mind sight. Eyesight is what you see, what you see in your life. As you, I tell you, look into the future. What is it you want? What is it you'd like to create for you? In order to begin to choose your future, one of the things you've got to do is you've got to release your past. You've got to release your history to create a new reality for yourself. Most people live out of their memory as opposed to their imagination. Einstein said the imagination is the preview of what's to come in your life. So most people don't use their imaginations. Most people don't dream anymore. Why? Because through the conditioning process of life, after so many rejections, see, you know what you can do. You know what you have done. And you also have seen what has been done by others in your environment, by others in your circumstances. Then you look at where you want to go. And what most people do they do that which they feel they know that can work because they've already done it or they've seen it done. And so they allow their negative history to determine the possibilities for them. And so when they run into a roadblock, even if they have something beyond their comfort zone, when they run into a roadblock, something happens to them. God just finished writing about this in the book. He did extensive study and he talked about your self-explanatory style. This is what happened to these two men. Both of them worked for the same company. They were laid off. They went out looking for jobs. They faced rejection after rejection after rejection. No, we don't have any work. No, we don't have any work. No, we don't have any work. One stopped going after around 25 turndowns. And he felt personally rejected. He internalized it. He stayed home. He became angry. He became bitter. He became cynical. He started looking at television every day. They started having a beer and then another beer. And this guy just gave up. And his wife said, why don't you go and, you know, and just try again? And he, okay, look here, there are no jobs out there. And then he became argumentative and toxic. This other guy kept on working at trying to find a job, kept on looking 
and was willing to do anything, odds and ends. He just kept on going. Other guy, stop. Stayed home. Start feeling sorry for himself. Became angry. Start telling anybody who would listen about his employer and how wrong they were. And start talking about how much money he lost and that's all he knew how to do. And he became more and more depressed, more and more withdrawn, angrier and angrier and angrier. Then he started talking to other negative people just like himself. Drowning himself in self-pity and sorrow and other toxic, do-nothing, hopeless people like himself. And pretty soon, one day he got up, after several months, about two or three months, and drove his wife to work. He said, look, I'd like to use the car today. She said, why? She was kind of happy, thought he was going to start going out looking for a job again. He said, yes, I am. Drove his wife to work, dropped the kids off to school, came home, drove into the garage, closed the door, left the car running, and took his young 37-year-old life. His mind sight told him, your situation is hopeless. And the fact that his wife was working and supportive of him really didn't mean anything. He felt less than a man because he couldn't provide for his family. He looked at his situation and he felt like he couldn't get out. There's no hope for him. He kept on reading the newspapers and listening to the television and other negative people. And he felt there was no way out. The other guy, around five or six months later, a guy who kept on facing those no's and rejections and whose explanatory style told him there must be a job somewhere, someplace out here with my name on it. He kept on and he found one. Two men faced with the same thing. Both of them saw the circumstances they were in exactly the same, but they interpreted and saw it differently. Your mind side determines in many ways, in many cases, what you see as possible for you based upon what you've done and what you know has been done. And most people allow life to control them and their circumstances and people and events just like the guy who took his life. As we begin to look at what we want, as we begin to look toward the future, here's what I'm saying and suggesting to you, that in order to begin to take charge of your life and to reshape your future, what's going to be crucial for you is to look toward the future and every time you find yourself saying that you can't do something, putting yourself down, being negative about you and the possibilities for you, you've got to literally catch yourself. And you've got to affirm to yourself in the process, hey, 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 no, 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 I can make it. There's, I can make this some way this can happen for me. You've got to remind yourself that you've got powers within you, talents within you that you haven't even reached for yet. That you've got to go outside of your comfort zone. A lot of things we say we don't like because we haven't even tried them. That once you give yourself an opportunity to try and to experiment with your life, to stretch, you'll find out you can do more than you can ever begin to imagine. Big thanks to Les Brown for stopping by. We had Les Brown on the show for episodes four and I believe 15. So you can go back and check those out if you like. You can connect with Les by visiting his website, lesbrown.com. You can follow him on Instagram at The Les Brown and check out his latest book entitled You've Got to Be Hungry 
the greatest within to win. And if you like today's talk, there will be a link to it along with the links to connect with Les in the show description. All right. When you get a chance, please follow and subscribe to the show on Spotify podcast or your favorite podcast player app. And I will see you back here for Friday's episode where we have a new featured speaker making her debut in the show and also making a bonus appearance for our bonus episode 